What is up, what is up, and welcome back to another episode of Blood and Beer, the show where we talk blood sport and we drink beer. I'm your host, Matt, and as always, we're talking UFC, we're talking Bellator, PFL's in the mix today. Um, yeah, huge UFC card we're going to be breaking down, making some picks on UFC 274 with Charles Oliveira versus Justin Gaethje. Then we're going to be talking about Bellator 280, Chet Conga versus Ryan Bader 2, and PFL's got the welterweights and the women's lightweights coming on. Um, as always, we're drinking beer. Today's beer, uh, we got Sam Adams Summer Ale. Yeah, it's pretty okay. I love that the summer beers start coming out as soon as it hits 75 once for the year. It's beautiful. But yeah, we'll go ahead and get started with the uh, UFC 274. So we got on the prelims... Andre Fialho's fighting. He just had a knockout last month, I believe it was. Um, and I can't remember the guy's name that he's fighting. But, yeah, quick turnaround for him. He's a fun fighter, good boxing. Put up a real good fight against Michel Pereira. So he's going to be on the prelims. In the featured prelims, I'm excited for this fight. It's Randy Brown versus Chaos Williams. Chaos Williams is a power puncher. He's got three knockouts in uh, his last four wins, and he's four and five in his last five fights. So four of five in his last five fights, sorry. I'm a little sick. I'm running out of breath. Um but yeah, he's a they're both fun fighters. Chaos has just been on a bit of a tear, knocking people out with one punch it seems. Um Randy Brown, he's real well rounded, real athletic, real uh real lang- lengthy. Um so he's gonna have to be on his horse, be moving, be popping that jab, using kicks to try to chaos keep chaos at bay. Um and Chaos just needs to get in and land a couple combos, and I'm sure that it would put anybody out. That's going to be a fun fight, but I'm picking Chaos to win it. So if you're putting a bet down, throw Chaos by knockout. All right, and then the main card, probably the most stacked card of the year. I'll have to look back, but we're starting off Donald Cerrone, Cowboy. Uh, he's taking on Joe Lauzon, who's making a comeback to the UFC after quite a few years off. Um, these guys, both vets, both tons of performance bonuses for just fight of the night, entertaining fighters. Um, yeah, both have great jujitsu, pretty good striking. Both just, they bang. So that's going to be a fun fight. No way to tell how it's going to go because Lauzon's been out for a minute and uh, Cowboy's been on quite a downward spiral as far as his fight career goes. So we'll have to wait and see. But I'm I'm thinking Cowboy gets it just because he's not going to have the same ring rust Lauzon will. And he's still a great kickboxer, and he can do some great things on the mat. So picking Cowboy in that one, uh, probably by decision. Another matchup of legends that's on that card. We have Ovin St. Prue. He's taking on Mauricio Shogun Rua. Hua. Um, yeah, both these guys, they've been there. Ovin St. Prue, he's got the Von Prue choke. Um, he's the only guy that's done it multiple times in the UFC where he gets his, himself in a guillotine to be able to put you in his own little submission. It's hard to even describe, but the guy's a beast. He's a freak for being able to do it and doing it over and over. Shogun, he's been there. He's done that. He's He's banged it out with the best of the best. So it's going to be fun. Both guys are towards the tail end of their career also, so going to it's just a matchup for the fans really and i'm excited for it i don't have a clue who's going to win it um yeah it's really tough to call that fight because 
St. Pruk, if he gets it to the ground, he's dangerous um, off his back or on top. And Shogun, he's dangerous on top. He's dangerous in the stand-up. It's just it's going to be a battle. Hard to tell which way that one's going to go. And then on to the people's main event, I would say. We got the return of Tony Ferguson. He's coming off a three-fight skid, taking on Michael Chandler, who's on a two-fight skid of his own. Both guys have only been fighting the absolute best in the division. Um, their combined losses, Michael Chandler lost to Oliveira. He lost to um, oh Justin Gaethje. Tony Ferguson, he lost to Oliveira, Gaethje, and then Benil Dariush. So all three of those guys, the, the five losses in total have come from all top five fighters in the lightweight division right now. Um, Tony Ferguson has such a weird style. He's El Kikui for a reason. He's fucking Kikui. Um, doodle, throw fake sand at you. He does he does rolls to get takedowns. He's got great jujitsu. He's got unorthodox striking. And he can take a fucking punch, man. And then Michael Chandler, he's just he's got division one wrestler. I mean, dude's strong as hell. He's explosive. He he's got really good use of his range. He's not a real rangy guy, but he uses the range he does have well. Um, he jumps in and out, throws hard, hard punches. And we saw in that Gaethje fight where they were just swinging back and forth that he can take a fucking punch too. So they got Tony Ferguson as a minus 300 underdog, or a plus 300 underdog, or plus 310. I'm thinking Chandler takes it, but man, Tony Ferguson, he's been out for a minute. He might have replenished that chin, found a new energy. It's going to be a fucking battle. And both these guys kind of fighting to stay relevant in the title picture. All right, and then on to the title fights. We have Rose Namajunas, Thug Rose, taking on Carla Esperanza. Um, years ago in the Ultimate Fighter champion or Ultimate Fighter finale, uh, Esperanza absolutely dominated Rose with grappling for three rounds, and then their careers kind of went down different paths. Rose is now the champion. She's a two-time champion. Um, Esperanza has been on a tear. She's got great Esperanza. She's got great wrestling and jiu-jitsu. Can just, she's super high pace also when she fights. I mean, she's just, her motor never stops. Rose is so calculated. She's great jiu-jitsu, great kicks, good striking. But she really, her jiu-jitsu is really her bread and butter. And that kind of threatens to open up her strikes. So it's going to be a fun fight. I think with Trevor Whitman being a... In Rose's corner, helping create that game plan. She always comes in with such a perfect game plan. I'm thinking Rose takes it. She's still going to be the champion after this. But Esperanza, if she can go out there and you know dictate the pace, implement her wrestling, and do what she needs to, she could easily see a decision victory, or maybe even tire her out and tap her out in the later rounds. It's just it's tough to game plan for Rose. So I'm picking Rose in that, but. Yeah, these are all super razor-thin fights, honestly. They could all go either way. All right. And then on the main event for this card, Charles Dubronx Oliveira, the defending lightweight champion. Uh, he's taking on Justin the Highlight Gaethje, and this fight's going to be a banger. Um, Oliveira... Is he going to be able to walk through Gaethje's boxing and his leg kicks? And can Gaethje keep out of the clinch with those Muay Thai strikes that Oliveira throws, keep him from getting the takedowns or in the clinch? Can he keep Oliveira from grabbing him up and getting a grappling exchange? Because 
that's where Oliveira shines. I mean, dude is he's got 19 submissions, I think, in the or I don't know how many it is. He's got the 15, I think, submissions in the UFC, the most by far. And um, he's got four knockouts. Dude can do it all. He's just he's hitting his stride. And he's a dangerous fucking fighter. That jujitsu is no fucking joke. He knows just about every submission in the book, it seems. Um, and Gaethje, I mean, Gaethje's got great leg kicks. He can really slow you down. His boxing, his pressure, he just keeps moving forward. He can walk through your strikes. It's going to be neat to see how this one goes. Both guys have really good cardio, and they're both warriors. They got that warrior spirit. I just think with what we've been seeing from Oliveira, He's been overcoming adversity in all his fights where he just he gets rocked a little bit, keeps walking it down, walking straight through it, going straight forward, no surrender, no defeat. Um, Gaethje's got that too, but it's just different with Oliveira. Oliveira just like he gets beat up for a little bit, and then he just decides the fight's over, and he stops you right there. So I'm picking Oliveira in this one, but it's a razor-thin margin. I mean, goodness gracious, it could go either way. So, yeah, we're picking Oliveira, but it really depends on what where this fight is fought at. Is it going to be fought in the clinch? Um, is it going to be fought like a kung fu style, or will it be in the phone booth where Gaethje's really going to be able to shine, where he can throw those short calf kicks and uh, not have to overextend himself, where he can throw the hooks, the dirty boxing, the strikes, you know, his, his little hooks, his uppercuts, his straight rights that you can do it in the when you're in the boxing range, but not necessarily from the kicking range that Oliveira likes. I mean, it, it's tough to call, but I'm I'm picking Oliveira, and still, he's going to keep defending the belt. He's, I mean, the dude's just a, he's a fucking warrior, and he's been doing it. He's been doing the shit. Sorry about that. But yeah, moving on, we have Bellator 280, Congo versus Bader 2. Um, a couple years ago, the fight was stopped in the first round due to an accidental eye poke. This time, Congo says he's going to kill Bader. Um, Congo, you know, he's a great kickboxer. He's been there, done that. He's won eight of his last nine in Bellator, and he's really been on a tear at just in general in Bellator, been kicking ass. Bader, he's a great wrestler, great cardio. He was getting knocked out at light heavyweight, but I think that was because the weight cut. Because at heavyweight, where he's the champ, he's been dominant. He's been able to just find everybody out. Who knows how this fight's going to go, but that's on Showtime uh, Friday night. And then on the uh, co-main event for that fight, it's Yoel Romero. He's taking on, let me get the guy's name. Oh, Alex Easy Polizzi. Um, You know, Romero, he's a vet. He's lost his last four, but he's a former UFC title challenger, super athletic, um, crazy wrestling. He's got super hard strikes and kicks. Polizzi, he's uh, he's number seven in Bellator, and he's on a three-fight streak, so we'll have to see how it goes, but Polizzi is stepping in on like two weeks' notice, so we'll just have to wait and see. I'm not sure on these Bellator fights how they're going to go. I'm thinking Bader and Romero take it, but a different Romero has been showing up for the past couple fights. And, uh, you know, Bader and Congo, they're both up there in age, so maybe one of their chins will just go eventually. Maybe. All right, and then on to PFL before we wrap this up. Um, yeah, PFL 3, that's on Friday night on ESPN. 
and it's the welterweights and it's got the women's lightweights where Kayla Harrison fights trash cans and women way smaller than her. Um, yeah, that's really what it is. The woman she's fighting, I forget the name, but she usually fights at 135 or at least she did in her last fight and they're fighting at 155 now. She just, she really gets to, gets the cakewalk to the $1 million at the end of the PFL season. It seems like the past couple of years, no real challenges for her. But the welterweights, they're going to be fun. I mean, we got Ray Cooper the third. He's the defending champion, former UFC title challenger, and former Bellator champion Rory McDonald's on there. Uh, Glayson Tebow, he's a former UFC fighter. He's a beast. Um, and then we got Magomed Magomed Karov, who's been going back and forth with Ray Cooper over the uh, past couple seasons of PFL, uh, alternating titles. So, yeah, it's going to be a fun card. And then also on the card, we got Anthony Pettis. He's taking on, uh, I forget the guy's name. He's taking on some uh, lower, less known guy, we'll say. Um, and that's at 155. I don't know why it's later. Maybe there was an injury or something. But yeah, Anthony Pettis, he's going to be fighting on that card as well. He's looking to bounce back from uh, two losses last season. He didn't get any wins, zero points. We'll have to wait and see, but that's going to be fun. And then today, if you're watching this the day it comes out, and I mean, even if you're not, The Ultimate Fighter Season 30, the first episode is out now. Uh, you know, the show where they send fighters to live in a house and then uh, they fight in a tournament. Winner of the tournament gets a UFC contract. And a lot of the times, a lot of the guys um, that don't win get the contracts as well. But it'll be fun to see. Make sure you tune in to UFC 274 on Saturday night. Let me know your thoughts on that. I can't wait for the card. And, uh, yeah, let me know who you think is going to win or some fights I didn't mention that you're excited for. And, um, as always, I appreciate you tuning in. I'm Matt with Blood and Beer. Thank you.